fucking peer pressure. You think that's gonna work? You fuck it. What do you like? All right, let's say, let's, let's say yes. If you like pina colada, Lenny's turn. Lenny's turn. Pina colada. Now Mikael's. We can we can put your pina colada in there. Yeah, you gotta admit, you gotta let me that pina colada. Um, so welcome to Tomorrow Talks podcast. Uh, I don't even know what episode this is, but uh, it's me, Lenny, and Dan. I'm back. Dan is back. Dan's been here before, so we're not going to introduce him. You know who he is. Weird campy driver from uh, Plymouth. Yeah. Campy. Why campy? <laughs> cab driver, Mikhail. Oh, cab driver. Well, campy. cab drivers aren't campy, are they? I don't, well, I don't know what that means. Where are you taking this show, Mikhail? This is weird. Fucking no. I'm just, I never know where these things go. We just fucking start talking and then random shit blurts out. Okay, so you've had some guests anyway yeah. um, since I've been last year. Yeah, we've so. had some practice and we did, kind of like along the way you discover that like the less structure you have and the less you try, the more the more organic the conversation's going to go. Okay. So you can really talk about fucking anything. You can curse, you can swear. Um, you know, if it's organic and if it's shit people actually like care about, like in the conversation, if they actually care about it, it's going to sound better. Okay. Just overall. Have you had political conversations recently? Yeah, sure. Um, have we? Like we've I had like so. a couple of like, um, cause the world's been pretty crazy at the moment, isn't it? You know, with Trump, Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird as fuck. We, we, we're kind of like, do- like, we're not dodged the con- like that, com- those conversations, but we just kind of like breezed off it. So. Um, but I would love to have an in-depth conversation at some point about, like, politics and stuff. Like, okay. fucking Britain's politics are super fucked up right now, aren't they? Are they? I mean, Theresa May got booed off, and he's like this weird old witch lady. And then the other guy is some weird, weird old pervy dude. Like, that's all I know about the British politics right now. So- sounds like the American. <laughs> They're, yeah, they're I pretty similar it, in that yeah, nature. Yeah. It's similar though. It's all like populism and just fucking. I'm gonna say whatever it needs to say, whatever I need to do, whatever I need to say to get like people to like me and vote for me and whatever. Yeah, I know the the media really attached it immediately with that uh, recent fire, the tower oh, block yeah. fire. Oh yeah, which yeah. Is, uh, that's, that's really, shit's fucked up. Yeah. So but the media really kind of put the blame onto the government for not providing uh some sort of Safe, services yeah, in that safety, area yeah. what well, well, it, so the bi- so the story of that the building that got, got caught on fl- fire in london so uh essentially the, the residents of that building were like really like low-class citizens like or mostly like migrants and people didn't who didn't make that much money and they had complained that there's it's a fire hazard in the building and the building was built in a weird way and shit. And well, they, they did posts. a £10 million project where they had this plastic um, fascia or something, you know, to make the building look more pretty. From the outside. Um, and that's why it went up so quick, apparently. Huh. Um, oh, shit. Shouldn't cover your building with plastic. <laughs> that's uh, like first. So, so uh, you said that complaints were made about the yeah, fire like hazard? Yeah, forum posts and shit. People were complaining that... You know, oh, but nothing official. The right? electricity, like the electricity system, is really like shady and whatever. It needed repairs. 
And oh, now damn. people are like just t- like digging that old dirt up, saying, you know, this is it's all the government's fault. The system is faulty. All that shit. Of course it is. <laughs> I mean, nobody ever wants to take blame for themselves. Like, I didn't fix it because I had other stuff to do in my life. Like, I don't know. So a lot of people died. I heard. Yeah, it was a big thing. Th- there's, is it seventy or it's the numbers rising? I believe still. Yeah. But Pe- yeah, there was. Um, yeah, there's some been horrific attacks as well in London, and um, I don't think the the services got praised on the attacks, did they? Very well, um, because the the recent one where the guys three uh, assailants, I think it was, just went on a murder spree in London, and um, oh, the guys with the knives. Yeah, I believe they were put down within eight minutes. So um, you know, and. The, the guys themselves were very smart in what they did. They had petrol bombs in a van, apparently, um, ready to to use those. But because they were dealt with in such a kind of swift way... Um, they couldn't use it properly. Yeah, but they had... Um, there was something I read where they had had water bottles and they had masking taped them to water themselves. Bottles. So adding more fear to the, the kind of chaos and on one of the the YouTube videos or social media videos that were showing you these guys being put down. Um, you see the, the police officers backing off at one stage because they, they see these bottles and obviously they're thinking, Oh shit. You know, these are going to oh. go up, you know? Oh. Um, but That's clever. They were dealt with pretty pretty swiftly, I believe. But, by, they, were, um, but they got killed off, didn't they? Yeah, like they, got, they got shot. They got shot within eight minutes. So, you know, mm. they, they weren't able to get back to the van to start throwing the petrol bombs, which was their kind of idea. Hmm. Um, but that's a really like like what the fuck are you thinking like you're gonna kill yourself and you're gonna try to take out as many random people as possible and what's the point like terror oh, I want people to be afraid of what <laughs> like what knives and fucking water bottles I want people to be afraid of that I, I really don't understand their motives I think it's all. like oh I have this entire ISIS mentality I'm gonna for the greater cause I'm gonna like martyr myself and shit it's like no, you're just you're a dumb monkey who believed some dumb ass shit he found out on the internet. Well, I think it goes a little bit further than that, you know. At the end of the day, um, you know, countries which they can, you know, have some history or some family or some connection to is is being damaged by other countries, such as the ones that they're they're attacking and things. So, you oh, know, so it's like oh, it, it's a retaliation in some ways. I know it, um, with the there was a Finnish incident, wasn't there, or Swedish, where the the guy had drove a truck through a town center somewhere, Helsinki uh, or Stockholm, oh, yeah. was it? it? I think it was Sweden. It was Stockholm, was it? Sweden yeah. somewhere. I think so. Yeah, um, yeah, Stockholm. Um, yeah, I think that was the the guy responsible um, was retaliating for a, an attack on his hometown or something in. Uh, but Swedes are a neutral party. They don't go to war. So they're re- retaliating on what? In the fact that people just stand by and watch everyone else bomb their country. or it's like, oh, you didn't do anything to save us. Let me know. What? That's fucking stupid mentality. War is stupid. Yeah. What's the point? Like, this is like the dumber version of stupid. So what do you want to do? The weird thing is that nobody wins. Like... Yeah. I mean, you die, you don't get to win anything. Yeah, that's it. That's how stupid this thing is. I think it's, uh, people can be, like, brought to a place where, 
um, you know, it's like zealotry and like really religious movement. If if you're not, you know, part of my group, then you're against my group automatically. So everybody outside is an enemy, and uh, you know, cults cults are like a strange thing. It's like an enclosed circle, and the uh, so if you leave the cult, you're automatically outside the cult, and you're deemed an enemy. And uh, like that religion, like Islam, seems to have a lot of like cult-like elements that in Western society we want to get away from. It's like it's you're either against me or with me. It's like that mentality. Yeah, but uh, that is also the Western mentality right now. Well. It's Think of Western, the Americans right now. The it's way more inclusive, moves. though. It's way more inclusive, though, because Americans can actually, you know, they can take out in Jews, Black people, Asian people. You know, it's the entire collection of U.S. people is a lot more diverse. Whereas uh, it's it's built to include diversity because there is benefits in having a diverse sort of set of ideas in your community and when they start talking about immigrants it's just shit it's oh yeah <laughs> it's a shit storm really you're, you're immigrants yourself 400 years old and you're talking about immigrants it's yeah, yeah it's strange but um but what i'm trying to say here is that you can uh, call yourself a group uh when you're let's say from the same religious group i don't know you are you all pray to the same god for example, you can uh, become a group uh, as a nation, as a country of sorts. Yeah, you can you can have a cult that's one nationwide. Yeah, and that's what, for me, the US is. One big the, cult. Yeah, America, that's it. America is the cult. We worship they're religious the religious flag. flag there. I mean, seriously, everything has got to do with God, so they're basically, they're just maniacs. The bald eagle is a representation of our God. And... Uh, <laughs> The bald eagle stands for freedom, hamburgers, <laughs> and uh, monster guns. trucks. Guns. Guns. Lots of guns. Lots of guns. Bullets. <laughs> and also, uh, apparently, lots of like pharmaceutical companies that get you hooked on random shit. True. Xanax is a thing there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think it's uh, a thing is that in schools, like little kids get put on uh, these special drugs. ADHD, ADHD drugs. drugs and their parents actually want their kids to be put on drugs because those kids perform better even though they're growing up retarded yeah. like no but you're really performing really well at this one stupid random task like you're really good at our education system which is fucked up anyway so you're really uh, you become really good at doing stupid shit but then again yeah. uh, from what I remember uh, the people from my school the ones that that didn't always uh, get the five for a mark and uh, who weren't that good students are doing much better now. Like, oh, yeah. seriously. Me as well, so... A no, lot of actually, happy, happy okay. people there among those. So a few ones actually do really good, especially ones that loved math for some reason. They do really well in life. So apparently it's a useful skill, which... True. But it's yeah. a very rare skill because it's boring as fuck and people don't want to study it. But the few that do, their skills are like held in high regard because it's a rarity. But people who, like, in my experience, people who did really well at school tend to do really shit at life later on. And people who did, like, kind of, like, not so well at school, they tend to do better uh, at life. It's, I think, something about overcoming adversity and shit. How would you rate your performance in school, man? Oh, man, oh, shit. <laughs> it's not better right now either, but, you know, that's the argument I like to pull. Oh, okay, to, you know, okay. Kind of, like, explain why... Why I am like I am. 
You know, I'm right now. I'm super smart. Obviously, obviously, we all know that, right? Yeah, you're the smartest one in the room for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks. We all agree. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> really uh, hammering that one down. Yeah, but the point what I was trying to make uh, was that for me, example, I I went to school only because I had to go there. I was learning things away from school from early on. I didn't care what happened in school. Like I how had to smoke there. cigarettes, how to get booze from the store. Yeah, something like that. Being the like like le- lessons in real life, how, how things work. Useful skills. Although I drank a lot then, the, the, in on those times. Yeah, kids those days, at least in Estonia, they don't drink that much, I've noticed. Nowadays or <coughs> back then? I mean, when I was young, I was like 14, 15, we drank a lot. Yeah, like that that is, that is weird. I think all kids do, don't they? They want to, you know, try this thing, <laughs> this drug yeah. that everyone else is doing that are older than them. So. Yeah. See, but th- that's where uh, things get weird. Uh, one half of those people who try, let's say, alcohol uh, in an er- uh, in an early age, some of them tend to like it. <coughs> they they consume that a lot more in the future, and some of those. Or like, ah, oh, okay, I tried, that's it. Do kids really like alcohol? I don't. I, I, st- I still don't like the taste of alcohol. It's, um... I think, uh um, How about a cold lager? No, I think overall alcohol tastes like shit. Like, you know, whatever form. Um, but people drink at least... It's kind of like coffee. Um, give, give a child a cup of coffee and... Well, don't, but, um... Th- the point being is the taste isn't, you know... Pleasant. Yeah. It's a, it's it's a weird taste. It's an acquired taste. Exactly, that's the word I was looking for. Word on my cap. Okay, so <clears throat> what people are haf- after is the high. No, I think also people are after is the status. So when we used to be young, then adults were all drinking, and uh, we were marketed like alcohol as to, like the way to be cool. Coffee's definitely become cool, isn't it? You know, yeah. people snapchatting the fucking coffee cups, mochaccinos Starbucks. in Starbucks and things. Yeah, oh, yeah. Costas. Yeah. That is yeah. weird. Like, See, oh, it's it, become a trend all over the world. See, yeah, but uh, that's weird that people don't understand that the, uh, what they have in their hands. That, that's drugs. That's apparently a bit of a drug, yeah. <laughs> a bit of a drug. Well, Caffeine. It, Holy well, shit. A lot of things that you eat actually have a have an effect on your mind. Or like overall, some of it is just stronger and some of it is weaker. Yeah. Like if you consume like a lot of proper nutrition, your brain will start start working better. You'll make connections faster. Your your logic will be stronger. You can recall memories. You can recall memories better if you eat right. And your body will go through the same effect. But if you eat shit, you're gonna be a bit shit as well. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, I had a little bit of salad. Pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, right there. No, we were having. I know it's the change. I know it's the change. <laughs> so what happened was that we were having this grill party, you know, just uh, hanging out and just making some meat and shit. And I had this piece of salad, just tiny bit, yeah, tiny portion. And while eating it, I was thinking like, holy shit, I haven't had anything green in a week. That's fucked up, bro. It is. You should eat some grass. <laughs> right on. Just hug some trees as well. Oh, do you know there's a thing uh, in Estonia right now where uh, they're building this road, and there's a bunch of um, there's a bit of a movement, a bit of a bit of a cult movement, 
um it's like they're hugging the tree and they're dancing around the tree and they're singing songs that they're like really hippie like it's they're like you have tree hugging hippies yes yeah okay and they're like camping on the tree because they want to take down the tree it's like an old tree it's like what and they had this entire plan well you can build the road around the tree and the tree will be okay and the good spirit trees will be like the tree spirits will be like happy and they'll be dancing and shit we're like what the fuck but all the politicians are also like well people seem to be caring a lot about this shit. So, yeah, I mean, we should be totally doing this. And on the other hand, they're like, yeah, we should also build roads because good roads are good for (laughs) things, infrastructure and shit. You also have an issue with the railway, don't you? There's some European railway system. Real Baltic. Real Baltic. Um, So that's another social issue right now in Estonia. So essentially, uh, they're building this railroad and uh it's kind of like contracts have been made and everything and everything and uh peop- a lot of people are rallying against it because it's it's not going to be like the top notch it's going to be just you know a bit of an upgrade but they're also arguing well fuck it why can't we just upgrade our current rail system when we don't have to destroy a whole bunch of nature and uh, go through farmhouses and shit in order to kind of like build a railroad it's going to quite literally cut the estonia in half the railroad that's weird okay it's a massive thing yeah but um it's it's like the, why why are we building something that's a bit like old already it's like hey we have a nokia 3310 let's go iphone one now wait, wait iphone 7 is out now why can't we just go for that no iphone one we already signed oh, contract. that's the issue there i don't understand i think that's part of the issue well the point is that um while it's being sold to the people as uh as a means to transport yourself into Europe, basically. But the fact is that they don't need that to uh, move passengers around. Passengers around. Uh, yeah. They're they're moving uh, goods, basically. I kind of un- I I kind of understand both sides of the issue. So if your country is well connected, like infrastructure is connected well, like the roads and railroads, and you have a good fucking airplane system going through your country and everything. And you have a you have a way of uh, supplying your country with products, and you have a way of uh, supplying other countries with your products. So that really you know helps your economy. As in as as a result, you will start earning more money. Products will get cheaper to buy in stores. You know all sorts of cool shit. Um, it might be really easy to go travel. Uh, not because you have a railroad system, but because your country makes a lot more money than, let's say, Latvia. So you can just go to Latvia and be like, you know, bowling, luxury suites and shit. Uh, yeah, but the, like you do in Russia the right same now, railroad will cross Latvia and Lithuania and go on and well, on fuck and on. Fuck em. <laughs> well, what do you think of your new railway system? Because as far as I'm, I understand, you, you have new trains. Um, when I was living in Palupera, there was the issue of... Um, having lots of people on board and not enough seats. So you're yeah. paying quite a... It, it obviously rise the, the prices of tickets um, yeah. with the new trains. And uh, I think I was paying about 13, 16 euro, something between there to get to Palupera um, and likewise to come back. So how far is that? Um, it's past Tartu. So likewise, oh, right. if, if you get um, a lot of cheap. people coming on... Um, it, it is cheap for Estonia, but then when you don't get a seat and you're on a ride oh, for three hours, 
See, the old trains had a lot of these these seats. Okay, they weren't comfortable, but at least you could sit. Um, the new trains, they they have a big toilet block, very fancy and chairs, but not enough. It's it's like yeah, so much sure. room they're in the really carriage, small. the headroom, the headroom and everything. You know, if it was India, they'd have planks going across the windows and everything to to make some beds and things. You know, there's so much. They just seem really badly designed. These yeah, trains, yeah. You know, I like agree. I internally, agree. they just seem. They off. look nice. They look nice, yeah, but they're, they're not good. functional. They're yeah. not economical. I think they just should have had a longer trains or more of them. Have you seen the train stops? The new ones? Very We're low, aren't they? It's like they're kind of unique trains, like almost, um, you know, designed for easy access and everything like this, like trams almost. But they, they, they really did redevelop the whole stations everywhere, didn't they? All over yeah, the country but, to, but to design, allocate for this design. That's, that design okay. is stupid. You have no place to go under, like no shade. Mm-hmm. When it's let's say raining, snowing, which is most like of the time, small areas, but they're like re- yeah, really shit. Yeah, like there's th- there are no roofs, no nothing, nothing. That's stupid, and you can't sit. There are no mm-hmm. fucking benches. But there are these little weird uh, kind of like they're made out of metal, metal things. So if you park your ass down, it's you're probably gonna raining, or it has just rained when you're in that fucking stop, or and you don't have anywhere to shit on him. <laughs> yeah. Some bummies might be sleeping on it. But even bums don't want to sleep on them because they're like cold as fuck. Maybe that was the point. Yeah. <laughs> to, to get rid of the bums <laughs> from yeah, the station. Making houses. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to make houses in, f- in fucking railroads. We want the bums to leave the railroads alone, man. Uh, what about the new um, Baltium then? What, what do you make it of all? I the love Rodeo? it. Yeah. What, the new Baltium? Like yeah. Baltitur? Like the yeah. yeah, the new marketplace. Yeah. The marketplace is all right. Yeah. But the train station itself is shit. It looks ugly. Uh, I mean, the old one? The original station, you mean? I mean, what we have right now is... They've cleaned it up a bit. But it's still, like, very uh, lame. I mean, if you go anywhere in Europe, all the train stations, they're this big... I, awesome I know what you things. mean, yeah. They always seem a little bit almost <laughs> historic, don't they? You can go to some subway yeah. stations in London and <coughs> think, oh, this is really nice. Um, I get your point. It's very bland, isn't it? It's yeah. just what you know, open kind of top with. Yeah. Um, the main house, the dome thing. They should fucking renovate that. Yeah. That'll be sweet. Mm, they should just maybe make something really dope in their fucking statues, epic. Fucking, I guess they're working have, on it. You could have Thor or Hercules just standing on top of it, <laughs> like flexing, flexing. Well, I guess side. that would that that would come if you had this new EU project. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it would. <laughs> No. But if it did, that would vote for it. Fuck it. Fuck the trees. <laughs> well, I suppose it, it would, wouldn't it? It would kind of... It lots would. of money being flooded in. Although I suppose that's what people were moaning at, is that, you know, this money is kind of being under the table and lots of fat cats yeah. involved. I think that's oh, what... Oh, for sure. For sure, lots of fat cats. Nothing Making jobs in and not really worth it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, but it's it's kind of also the same deal that uh, the, it's a EU-funded project, so you have to fund a bit of it yourself, but you get a big support for it. So from an Estonian government uh, point of view, it's like, why would you not like just upgrade your fucking infrastructure if you can do it for cheap? Like if you if you wouldn't get uh, a you know financial support for it, and then you would have less motivation to do it. But you can get something better for a really good price right now. So it's like, oh, well, we should. We have a 
a good opportunity here. I think they look at it from that perspective as well. But I think the anti-Rail Baltic movement is kind of like taking a bit hits because there's a really lame ass uh, Estonian conservative party that's really uh, jumping behind it. And for a lot of people, that's kind of like, whoa, fucking, I was I was for trees, but I'm not like for racism and shit. They're like attaching like different <laughs> stuff to it now. Okay. <laughs> there's like a conservative party. Like every country has a conservative party. So that conservative party, like there was this uh, outside demonstration, like a rally or something. And uh, so they showed up and then uh, the conservative party had their flags and shit in there. And people are like, what? This is lame they kind of like hijacked the movement a bit well yeah but that is uh just stupid <laughs> again like what the fuck's going on uh, it's fucking politics mate that's what's going on uh i just i, I don't have any news i mean i, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, see I don't have news the full picture either i don't have the full picture either so i, I haven't heard of this which party is it i'm not sure what the name is See, it has red colors. It has red colors. <laughs> and it's a conservative Estonian party yeah. with red colors. Okay. So it's communism. <laughs> is it? They're so convert- is that what you want? Yeah. We, we like the old ways, but the ways that were between the uh, 80s and the 60s. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Why is that, Len? Because that's the fucking period where our parents grew up in. The Soviet times. Um, okay. There's a Stagnation. lot of people that actually like dig the Soviet times. Yeah. Because uh, in Soviet times, what happens is the w- entire wealth is redistributed and people get lazy. Well, I mean, if everybody owns the same money, where's the incentive to do better? I mean, if you're in school and uh, you do really well on your grade tests and someone like you really study for it and you go like balls deep, you, you make sure to get the good grade and some other guy just comes in does nothing you both get the same grade then that's very demotivational for you but it's also but it's a bit motivational for the other guy because he's like oh fucking i can just do whatever i don't really have to you know participate in this i don't have to compete here and a lot of people you know if you have capitalism then you get a bit of a pyramid scheme you know some people end up being a bit better off and if you're a lazy motherfucker uh, if lazy and dumb and then you're not going to be doing very well so if you like hugging trees and eating dirt and just, you know, collecting bottles and shit, you're going to be like jealous a bit for the guy who has a Ferrari because he's really put in the effort. But, you know, if you're like, oh, the system is corrupt. Well, maybe or maybe you just don't know how the fucking system works. Yeah. But the thing is that uh, most people commonly say that communism as a system doesn't work. And I tend to agree with that. But then again... Uh, a lot of my friends who have lived in uh, Finland uh, say that it, it uh, they have a form of communism there. That basically it's a prime example how communism works. And at first I thought that was fucking weird, but apparently that wealth distribution uh, is done uh, not uh, not with the people themselves, but with uh, government things. Basically, like. like uh, like let's say the city hall makes all the de- decisions and uh, uh, regarding let's say road buildings and everything is uh, governed basically uh, by the local locally. local government yeah locally okay uh, I don't know exactly how this thing works well in Estonia you have a bit of the same thing as well so you have talked we're not quite their there own yet. decisions what we are doing right now 
uh, with uh, the merging. Uh, we don't know how this this is going to affect Estonia in, in the long run, but that thing looks a little bit pushed, like forced on for some reason. I don't know what's going on, but most uh, most of the the regions that are merged right now, uh, they aren't happy with the decision, and the government is forcing the decision on them. Well, there's a bit of that, you know, if you merge, like if two companies or like two groups of people get together, then in a group of people, let's say you have 10 people in one group and 10 people in another group, and then uh, the people are going to, like, there's going to be a bit of a reshuffling. Like some people are going to go down in hierarchy and some people are going to go up in hierarchy. And people who are going to go down in hierarchy are going to make, make a lot, like the most noise. They go, oh, we don't like this. This is really bad because we're not winning with it. But the people who are winning with it, they're like, yeah, let's do more of this shit. Yeah, but it's not that. Uh, even uh, rich neighbors, uh, all of them tend to say that, no, this, that's not good for us. We like to be a little rich. bit autonomous. Oh. That's the point. And when the things... Let's say that your uh, center point of your region, whatever that is right now, moves further from you. That means that problems uh, regarding your life... Your local like uh, hassles are going to get less attention. Yeah. And people yeah. Uh, dealing with these issues are probably not local. So they care less. Yeah. True. And they know less about that region. And that's the problem. If you're gonna uh, like organize people's lives, you should do that uh, from as close proximity as possible. Well, you want to have like some kind of, you know, you have you have to have a leg in it or you have to have like some sort of mental connection to it. Yeah, yeah. Like I I wouldn't make decisions for your family. I don't See, but you that's know, what it's was not, happening. It's now. very far away or from me. That's how I understand it, and yeah. I, I don't think that's good. But I don't know what the long run is. I, I don't know what what the plan is in the long long run. But it seems a bit like this might not go end so well for mm. a lot of people because the problem right now is uh, people from uh, all over Estonia are moving into Tallinn, and Tallinn is campaigning like heavily to get people to live here you know by making transportation uh, only uh, for free ta- for taxpayers yeah, in Tallinn yeah exactly that's but what, that, what I was I, trying I think to say. that makes sense though I don't think that's campaigning to, in order to get people to move into Tallinn there's a lot of incentive like organic incentive to live for people to move into Tallinn because it's dope here it's better here than it is for instance let's say uh, Rakvara Right now, everybody listening in Rockford is like, oh, fuck you, man. Yeah, so I love Rockford. Fuck you dude. back. <laughs> Give me our club. Have some stories there. You, ha- you have some stories in Rockford. Yeah, we won't go into that. Yeah. Uh, Rockford is Come really on. famous, known for um, like scouser communities. Uh, redneck kind of thing. Yeah, it? redneck kind of thing. Oh, scouser listeners are going to hate you as well, Mikhail. You should be careful. <laughs> There's not a lot of them. Luckily. You got the Americans gunning for you. You got the scousers probably knifing you soon. Yeah, who who else? Sorry, Rackford. What what would you call Rack people from Rackford? Have they got like a localized, uh, you know? I don't know actually. So I've you guys Italianers, I guess. Yeah. No. Yeah, we have this high mentality. Oh, we're better than everybody, obviously, because we have tall buildings, fancy roads, pretty people hanging about in the center of the c- city, doing nothing, doing nothing, <laughs> shopping centers. <laughs> 
you know, the great stuff. But it isn't luxurious. This place is not luxurious. Yeah, it's... So, <laughs> I think this is what happens when you live in a capital. Like, you tend to think that you're the most important thing. And everybody else is kind of like, oh, they're just there. They're, they're like, you know, lower class people. I get this when I go to London, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, New York has the same thing with, like, everybody. And, and Sydney in Australia had the same, like, vibe. It's, like, a really highly... Inten- essentially, uh, the... In order, as a place to live, like, the student towns are always the dopest. They're the most fun. They have the best vibes. But in order to do business... Uh, then the capitals are usually the best because people have like high high performing, really high intensity, you know, cocaine smoking dudes, snorting. I don't know. Maybe some people put it up their butt as well. That's why they're so uptight. Seems to be a trend. Yeah. Is it though? I don't know. <laughs> I've never done cocaine. I have no idea. I'm just speaking out of my ass right now. Where's the door? <laughs> <laughs> you you have some. Uh, Knowledge on, in that regard, do you? What cocaine and cocaine uh, and butts? butts. <laughs> no, on, but Wolf maybe on just one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dan. No, sorry, Mikael. I don't have any <laughs> uh, cocaine and butt stories. So, what's the deal with you and Rakvera? Um, Rakvera is um, quite close to uh, 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 a place where. Um, uh, my son's grandfather has a manor house there, and um, uh, it's it's a wreck. Obviously, it's um, it's an old one. It's a very old building, you know, ruins kind of thing. And uh, but there's a couple of outbuildings there that you can stay. Um, and a few of my friends, um, uh, two British and a, a Swedish guy, um, Eric, uh, we went there for. Uh, a weekend, like a lads' weekend, you know, swim in the lake and nice. have barbecue, nice. and it was great. Yeah, we we ended up um, taking a taxi to Rackford, um, and we went to the Meow Club. Obviously, middle mm. of summer, so yeah. it, it was quite light when we we arrived there about half eleven, and um, they had a big foam party. They've got a big courtyard, so there was this foam everywhere, and um, <laughs> yeah, good, good times, drinking away, and. Um, the the two British guys I was with, um, they were they were talking to two local lasses, uh, girls, and um, yeah, they're just chatting away and they're, they're they're saying to these girls, yeah, Lord of the Manor Stansby here, you know, um, <laughs> back at back at the the manor house, um, and I'm kind of, you know, not really listening to these guys. Uh, I'm just enjoying myself, uh, having a few drinks, and I'm. I, I was looking for a friend of mine who was uh, who had gone missing, kind of thing. So uh, I was too busy, like occupied, poster missing, or occupied, just walking around this whole building, uh, the Meow Club, trying to trying to find a, a missing friend. And um, right. every time I went back to the table, these guys were, were with these two two local girls. And um, yeah, eventually I just sat down, and um, uh, the, the missing friend came back. He was he was covered in head to toe, just completely soaked through, um, and he had like a a see-through kind of shirt on because and he had just been basically partying up in the, the phone which I'd never dared to go into and like kind of check if he'd be there but sure enough he was uh, raving his ass off in uh, <laughs> in the phone um, then we ended up uh, you know these two guys coached these girls to, to come back to the manor house so we all jumped in the, the van this this eight-seater cab um, 
I remember by this time I was quite drunk, so yeah, the, these two English guys were winding up the, these girls saying like centric millionaire type thing, you know, with this manor house, and <laughs> we ended up getting them back there. And when they seen the ruin, they didn't get out of the car; they ended up going straight back to Rackbetter. <laughs> so, um, wow, yeah, they're really uh, it was quite a f- funny evening, really. But um, yeah, Rackbetter weekend. So, is it that bad then, the manor? Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's seen better days. I'm pretty sure. Um, so you have a room in there that you're fixing up, or you have like a is no, it divided into apartments. Uh, or? No, there's an outbuilding there with um, uh, you know, more more windows. Let's say um, <laughs> the manor house doesn't have any windows. Two hundred sixteen. <laughs> Uh, what, windows no to be windows. or they're like all busted no no there's no windows whatsoever busted out long long time ago rotted and you know so it's 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 a really kind of shell of a building it has a, a new roof <coughs> which is done um i think early 2000s um wasn't done correctly uh so still yeah um lots, lots of work to i'm be imagining done. adam's family scenery right now yeah you're pretty much on it there yeah hmm. But with oh. no windows. <laughs> <laughs> and no monsters. Have you been to the Meow Club? Um, I've heard that there's a lot of fights that break out there. Oh, like, you, funny you should mention that. I, I actually missed out uh, a fight. Um, missed broke out? broke out, yeah. Um, I didn't want to go into it because it wasn't a fight. It was just two lads uh, pushing each other. Um, mm. And I remember, you know, I'm from uh, quite a rough town in the UK and the amount of pushing that went on was... It was adorable in some ways, you know. Um, <laughs> and I remember being so drunk, I started to fall asleep on the grass, like mocking the, you know, come on, guys, you got to do something at some Should point. Should have just you know? went in and come on, fucking punch it proper. Well, it, it, it never did Give really kick off. So, um, yeah. Should have just so thrown that was a the bowl ra- randomly, see what happens. But, yeah, um, I like Rackfitter. I think it's really nice. I thought the people were nice as well. Um, well, I have a friend from there. He's nice. So I, I guess not all of them are fucked up yeah i know a few people but i know a few other people from there who are pretty fucked up they have a good farm as well don't they They farmers um, in rackfitter they have a good farm their produce and don't they do uh the rackfitter oh bacon it's a it's a meat factory i guess okay yeah so i guess they have pigs Mm -hmm. which is good good for rackfitter well they've got the bull haven't they they look they've got the taurus kind of uh statue as you arrive on the bend more like um, wall street it is very much like that isn't it yeah i, I don't know you don't know the the I don't, I don't know. wow guys come on Man, last time i was there was fucking, is fucking years beautiful ago. it's very famous for its bull statue isn't it and, and then you've got the castle in the background i've only been in rockford during the winter so it looks like this dark dodgy oh, place dude. we should actually go there yeah for not sure. after this podcast why <laughs> It's a perfect time. Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah, fuck it. None, none of them listen to this anyway. <laughs> but if you Famous are, we're going to be words. in the Meow Club. A couple of weeks, <laughs> yeah. Miguel will be there in the, in the, the foam. He'll be dancing away. You'll see him. Oh, so that's an every, everyday thing there? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We were, I suppose, lucky that day uh, to hit it. But um, <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah, we should definitely check it out. I'm sure they got an online thing that you can check out when they're doing phone parties. So what, what the fuck is up with phone parties anyway? It's like, oh, I have more of my dirty clothes on. I can just go in, get clean. Is that the point, or what's no. what's the deal? People like bubbles. I've only been to a phone party once. Uh, I thought it was an awesome idea. <laughs> For some reason, I was pretty young, uh, under eighteen. Yeah. And when I was under that shower of bubbles. 
that, that was like, why the fuck am I here? <laughs> I was so disappointed in this thing. That yeah, I, just... I I remember going to a phone party when I was young, and um, it was a it was a Christmas Eve party at um, um, some really cheesy student kind of club in my town, and um, yeah, sure enough, I was drunk. I think I was with an ex girlfriend, and uh, just partying away. And I was getting a cab home by myself. Um, I must have been about 18 or 19. Um, and I was freezing because the clothes were wet and it was middle of December. What? So, yeah, I remember because obviously being Christmas Eve, I waited about three or four hours just freezing my nuts <laughs> off in the middle of the city centre. So, um, yeah, Christmas Day was, uh, I think I had a cold and didn't feel so well. So, uh, yeah, phone parties, not the best best of ideas to throw them in the wintertime. yeah. I don't even see the point in it, like, during summer. Maybe if you're on the beach somehow and you're going to be hitting the water anyway, but then it's a pollution issue. Well, I think my, it associates with the wet T-shirts and everything, doesn't it? That's what oh, um, like my a, friend, yeah. exactly, my friend went into the phone party saying how magnificent it was just watching um, wet T-shirts up and down everywhere. So, um, yeah, I oh, suppose wow. that's the, the sex appeal for it. I guess so. Oh. And your friend was also just, go, look at me, I'm all wet. Yeah. <laughs> and he had long hair and everything. It was uh, quite a sight. Quite a sight. Huh. Well, you know him anyway, so... Um, Do I? Yeah. Well, who is it? It doesn't matter. But, yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Fair I en- shouldn't mention his name and his exploits. Oh, <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, um, but in Estonia, like, the club scene overall, I think, is <laughs> really disappointing. Um... I'm not sure what what your experience has been, but in Melbourne, at least, I went to a couple of clubs, and they were like multi-story buildings. They had like actual like things to do inside them. They were like super dope. They had a slide go down like one floor to another. They ended up in a poor pit with lasers and shit. <laughs> it was just fucking mad. Yeah, you do. Estonia's club scene. I went recently. Uh, a friend of mine who. Um he, he lives in Riga now, but um, uh, he, he, you know, coming back and he he used to go to these clubs like um, Privé and this for Bank, and I went to this for yeah. Bank for the very first time. Um, yeah, wow. Um, what can I say? Uh, one, one, from one to ten. Have you been to um, the yeah, like? I, I, I suppose they're considered the the top of the Estonian. I guess uh, so. Nightlife, aren't they? The the, the banks and uh, your privés. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I think maybe. Yeah, I think so. Okay, have you been? I haven't. I have. Okay, but was it, my was experience it was there was a couple of dudes there that looked like they make a lot of money and they had done some pills because their fucking chins were going like. They were fucking grinding what do you, their What teeth. do you call this in Estonian? We we call it gurning when you see these gurning. drug addicts and they're, they're gurning. But they're all in suits. They weren't like... Okay, so they were, they were tough. just standing there alone and just staring at girls. Okay. Which is like that, that's super what, creepy. That's what I was going to mention. Both clubs is, is pretty much like this. Uh, you expect David Attenborough. I kind of say it to to my friend who we go into the clubs like we, we kind of analyze people and their body languages and you know i don't drink so i'm there with an orange juice just <laughs> a lot of the time just analyzing uh body language and people's behavior and it's wow wow well, you think, know you could have david attenborough uh, david attenborough just doing a kind of uh 
documentary just on the bank and like talking about the wildlife, you know, and the way I that they're that reacting would be to super each other. Fun it's to do. Crazy. I would love to do that because for me, dude, like, let's going take our clubs, mics out on the town <laughs> and just <laughs> yeah. hide behind a one-way mirror type thing. We and need just to, we need to like fucking record it as well, like videos. We'll be like, oh, look at that. That's a drug junkie in his natural habitat. He goes in with the pelvic thrust. Look at the swing, <laughs> the hip swinging. Look at his sw hip swinging. And now he's engaging in conversation. But look on his face. Things are not going well. And oh, the lady is walking away. What a disastrous attempt. The guy is trying to uh, kind of salvage the situation. But no, it's just, it's a sad, it's a sad <laughs> thing to look at. But it's also funny as fuck. Okay, but where where do you guys go out then? Where where do you go clubbing or? Oh, when I, I was am. young. No, um, I mean now, guys. Where, where do you right go now? now? Cool club. Where oh. can guys find you? Where can the listeners find you on a Friday, Saturday night? Fucking in here. Usually. In here, in the studio, working yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably. But okay. I've been to a few new places. Uh, okay. One place is called Nine Eleven. That sounds wow, like a, that wow, sounds like that's a store, very controversial. Yeah, but. Uh, it's next to our band room uh, in uh, near Tulika. Okay. And I didn't know about it. It's been there for ages, apparently. And they they uh, they have these raves that last until fucking nine, eight o'clock. That is fucking weird. But the place is awesome. Okay. Just went there. All right. Shout out to those then. Um, anywhere yeah. for you, Mikael? Fucking um. I've been to so I've been to a few mainstream clubs. I don't go very often, like I don't know, twice a year maybe. But at the last time, last place I went into was this called thing place called Studio. Oh yeah. So it's like it's it's barely cool still. So it's like you can see it's on its way down a bit, but it's. Uh, it's the one where they actually put a sign out every time, don't they? Because yeah, and you have it. A, you, it, it, you, it it's got such a lot like low-hanging sign that um because obviously it's such a narrow street and delivery to trucks and everything they take down the sign every evening so yeah. i believe it's only open a couple of nights a week isn't it yeah and there's a there's a like a you know bouncer up front and they only let in like groups of people who they think is cool but why is it good there really they actually oh, discriminate yeah. in that sense do they wow yeah. okay um uh, friends of mine have always said oh let's go into the studio and every time i walk down there there's always a queue and I'm uh, one of that, these people that, who do not queue. That, that's I, I a marketing thing, though. Yeah. Um, so bouncers don't let you in if it's an empty yeah. club. They only let in groups of people. So it it kind of helps filter the people. So and they also don't let in people who are like well, yeah, just it does. Uh, well, exactly. That's good because I don't go in there. So they yeah. filter me out immediately with a queue of like fifty people. I'm I'm not going to stand there for thirty minutes uh, just I to mean. listen to some tunes and talk to a friend or whatever. You know, it's yeah. Yeah. it's just best to go into a nice I, bar or something. I've <laughs> really gone good. there with uh, my girlfriend and just for dancing and shit. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I don't know why you would go there. And it's it's not even there's essentially it's two floors. Um, you have uh, the sort of lower floor, which is uh, it has kind of mainstream disco, you know, pop songs, and then you have a top floor, which is more of a slightly more alternative, maybe some house music, techno music, whatever. Kind of like a bit of a that scene. Uh, it usually gets pretty full, but you can kind of see it that, you know, there's a, an entire group of people there that just go like, um, damn it, we paid paid for the ticket, but we're not sure why we're still here. 
you have like a lot of people like that. Yeah, it's alright, and well, it's it's like a very mainstream thing right now. But I think it's gonna go out soon. So we had a party at our place uh, some time ago, and uh, some of, one of the guests said he had like ten or twenty passes for studio. And then we, it, we were like, they charge you to get in, do they? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. much? I don't know, ten bucks. I think okay. it's ten usually. Yeah. So right. basically, this guy goes like, "Oh, let's go there. Let's take our bar- party outside." And that was my first time there, probably my only time. And uh, the the bouncer wanted to see my documents for some reason. Yeah, because you look like a fucking teenager. I was, obviously. Yeah, I was drunk as fuck, and he's like, uh, "Documents, please." I was like. Dude, do you think I'm fucking 16? And this guy was like, fuck, I can go. <laughs> I was like, this worked. I've never done this before, but I like antagonized him. Did, did you look like uh, you could take him? Probably. That's why. He was looking for a reason to not let you in, but he was like, oh, fuck, challenge. Okay, I'm not, I don't want this. Just let him in. Which is a really stupid move on the bouncer part. If you have a guy who's like up for trouble, you let him <laughs> in. You're like, you're a dumb d- bouncer, man. Yeah, <laughs> damn right. But it was that was a weird situation. I've never been into one of these before. Okay, have you ever had any trouble with bouncers, Dan? You look oh, like you look wow. like a person who has had wow. trouble with bouncers <laughs> on, on a few occasions when I was young. Yeah, um, really. There's one I can remember where the guy almost uh, yeah he I, I reacted in uh, such a way which was. Um, uh, I had a falling out with a friend actually in in the nightclub, but immediately it was resolved. Like we had resolved it between ourselves, a couple of dings, and uh, it was all good. Uh, friends had kind of got in, and then we were actually hugging each other. And then uh, I got asked to leave, and um, sure enough, uh, it, it was kind of they were pulling at the shirt, um, pulling what, your shirt. Yeah, what are you doing, guys? You know, just asked me to leave, and the older gentleman was like, "Look, dude, you know, uh, you got to leave." Okay, no problem, and started leaving the the, the club. Um, and I went through a set of double doors, and um, I was tipsy, I was young, and uh, I should have went right to go out, but they actually instructed me to go left. So I went left, um, and I was going down the back entrance, which is normal if you're getting kicked out, kicked out of a club. Um, you, you go down the, the back entrance because unhappy customers but i was actually being okay i was actually texting my mate telling him i was going to be next door the same mate that i just fell out with five minutes ago you know so um just texting him out saying i was going to be in the, the pub next door um see him when he finishes the drinks or whatever you know and uh they got the guy um as we went out there's back entrance was like a fire exit with steel steps um leading from you know a door outside of the building just leading down onto the concrete um and uh, the young guy who was trying to force me out with his, uh, like pulling me by the shirt, uh, decided to kick me in the back as I was texting. So, what a uh, tip. yeah, I went head first down the stairs and immediately I kind of flicked, you know, it was kind of natural reaction. The, the adrenaline just pumped and uh, I pushed back up off the stairs as soon as I flipped my body around. And I just grabbed hold of him um, and took him down the stairs, like kind of suplexed him down the stairs uh, with me. Uh, landed on top of him and I was going crazy, you know, like the guy could have killed me. I remember I was screaming this at him and uh, there was a couple of women doormen that were down at the bottom who were kind of 
at the entrance who came over and like pulled me off him the other guy did um and then they you know kind of escorted me off the the property out the gates and uh yeah that that's just one incident uh that i had um mm. but yeah they they're quite um women bouncers essentially or no they were cool they they were fine they did the right thing they got me off the guy um yeah. but uh yeah i suppose you know young bouncers they want to prove themselves in something you know in some ways you know real bouncers they don't want any trouble you know real bouncers can talk to people naturally in uh, really calm situations down you know they're the ones that you really want that's um, a weird job being a bouncer it's a tricky one yeah i used to drop the guys off and pick them up and you know scrap with them you know it's kind of uh uh big thing in my town was uh, Dorman and you know it's a it's a party scene in some ways yeah. the the west country for the rest of the country they come down on stag nights and things like this so uh it's a really big drinking and violence with it so the doormen are usually really heavy built but the real good ones are the ones that can really actually you know diffuse situations by just chatting away to the guy and making him realize that you know you're being a bit silly and move on type thing you know i've been a bouncer once I have as well. I, I, I can go into a story about this, which is great, actually, guys. You'll love this one. It was for BBC One, um, uh, Radio BBC One show. One, Radio One, okay. The Radio One show, which goes around the country, uh, national thing in the summertime, usually with these massive kind of festivals, live festivals, and um, yeah, I won't tell you like everything that went on that day, but pretty crazy. Basically, the guys that employed me, I was working for a builder and he was quite a hard guy and his friends were very kind of the core of this company. Um, and they were a local security company, uh, Sound Security, I think they were called. Sound Security. Yeah, Plymouth Sound. So we were doing the, the security for this Radio One show and um, I got put on the press gate, which was quite a cushy job. I remember the first job I got was in the pit which is at the front of the stage and bottles of piss are just being linged at you from the audience. You know, the crowds are just throwing constant bottles. Um, so you're just ducking bottles. bottles of piss. And I got trained to, to, to react in the pit. So when you're in the pit at like a hundred thousand, you know, crazy festival going on, there's a band playing and people are at the front, they're getting crushed. There's kind of, you've got to hit them back into the crowd so that you get some guys who spray the audience because they're so it's getting a bit of a concert scene it, it, no it's not concert it's it's pandemonium it's it's they they're at the front so they're getting crushed up against the the fence as well so there's a lot of pushing and shoving at the front obviously you know it's the mosh pit or whatever you know and even at these festivals they turn into quite a you know a crazy atmosphere there people would jumping on the really fences and things like this exactly yeah so you have a lot of people um especially on hot days there's constant they're just spraying the the crowd at the front of the crowd you're just hosing them all down um, yeah because baby. because it's getting so hot there you know and uh yeah. you, as soon as somebody goes to climb over the fence you've got to run up and kick the fence or push them over so they don't come over into the actual pit itself if they do end up coming this side you've got to immediately grab them uh friends will like other staff members will help you and you've got to take them off to the side and, and lead them back into the crowd. Um, so it's it's just a constant kind of like army of zombies in a sense, you know, Maggots. on a fence. And you've just got to hit them back over the fence type thing. And, and I watch techniques pit. of people Hush doing pit. this, you know. Um, I, I didn't particularly like this area. So that, you know, uh, being connected with the, the guys that were 
uh, kind of running the show, um, I got put on the press gate, which was nice. You know, it was uh, I was there on my own and basically just had to check these these guys' um, uh, tags, like you know, and they came from different newspapers and radio shows or whatever, TV shows. Um, and, Something and and a lot of sneaky people came up to this gate, so it was the sneaky, sneaky kind of gate, yeah, mean? like. You know, like the groupies and that, the girls trying to come up and uh, try and make it with the, the big time stars and all this, you know, I'll do anything to get in there and, you know, really kind of weird um, people coming up. Did you I, have anybody perform uh, sexual acts on you in order to get in with? No, no, but there was a really awkward situation where a guy came up and, uh, you know, I'm okay, I can handle myself at times, so uh, this guy comes up, but he was large, I mean tall he, he, he was knocking on seven foot at least and i remember as he came up he went to walk straight past me um i didn't know who he was or anything and as he went to walk past me i put my arm out and i was talking to uh, a fan at the time telling her that you know i couldn't do anything for her and this guy just tried to walk on by so i put my arm out he was that big he was wearing those old kind of 80s cycling shorts and they were like kind of pink this guy was a real macho guy he could wear pink kind of 80s uh, running shorts, you know, and I put my arm out and I kind you, of... You know you're a tough guy if you can wear yeah, yeah, yeah. and I get caught, away with I, it. I caught him in the like the, the groin area, you know, with my <laughs> arm, my forearm, and like, oh, sorry, mate, you can't go past, though, you know, and uh, he kind of looked at me, he was like, oh, my, my, my missus works here, and he just walked on by, and I thought, I'm not chasing him down, you know, because I could jump on that guy's back and he wouldn't go down or anything. He was <laughs> such a big guy, you know, and... Uh, Sure enough, it was fine. It was uh, one of the head security uh, women. Uh, it was our fella type thing. And yeah, big guy. Um, obviously wasn't working that day. But um, There's something uh, strange also about like uh, concerts and especially how crowds of people, they get really stupid. Like crowds of people, there's something about it. Um, but they you, like you do things in a crowd that you wouldn't do as a single individual. Of course, like, that's the fun of it. But that's also the danger of it. Like, you can really do something ridiculously horrible. Like, during a concert? Uh, yeah. Like, things, there's a chance of things escalating like that. Mm. People are being trampled, or, like, if it's really, like, you've probably seen, like, uh, you know, walls of death in, like, metal concerts, where just, there's a two sets of, like, a two groups of people that just run into each other. Like full oh on. yeah, there's proper nose breaking and everything. I've yeah, yeah I've seen it when uh, doing security where and I don't fucking mosh get pits it. become really aggressive and yeah, it gets really tasty in there. Yeah, that uh, doesn't sound nice, but I fucking love mosh pits. Okay, why? Yeah. What, what's 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 the? Uh, it's fun. It, it's just it's pure aggression, joy. Though, isn't it? Yeah, it's aggression and like that. F everyone's pushing each other and yeah, it's. But it's not like uh, it's not hatred. It's, it's love. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but that's it's love. Love the Russian kind of it's, way. Yeah, you um, <laughs> probably. I don't know. So there's basically, while this is happening, like people are going nuts in the mosh pit, you're making new friends uh, by punching them. Yeah, by punching them basically. Can for you take this, it? Yes, you can. For this uh, one uh, moment only, during this concert, you are friends in the mosh pit. If if somebody gets knocked down, you're gonna help him up. They're gonna remember that. Like that's that's what's going down. As you go completely nuts, people pushing each other, but they're not hurting each other. That's not the point. Punks do though. Punks have this elbow and knee thing. What they do? They just punch each other. That's mm -hmm. not what I consider uh, like mosh punk pit. music or like just punks as an asshole. 
uh, punk as in punk music. Okay. Like they the also movement. have spikes on them, so they're like, <laughs> they want to fucking utilize that shit. <laughs> do as much damage as you can possibly do. I'm fucking prepared for this. Yes. <laughs> I got my boots. I've got my armor. My armor is spiky. I can run into people. Finally. <laughs> and then there's a bigger dude with more spikes, and he's going to do more damage. And you're like, man, I need a helmet. <laughs> But uh, I used to listen to punk music when I was a kid, and I remember like punk people. Like I don't want di- to, I don't want to diss on any punk people, but it was borderline being homeless sometimes. There were like people who just had like legit drinking problems. <laughs> at, at the young age of seventeen, you have like legit <laughs> drinking problems. Well, I think you can associate music sometimes with that, can't you? You know, people in despair and everything, they listen to this type of music. You know, it appeals to them because it's uh, it's something that they can relate to maybe inside, you know, how they're feeling, yeah. you know, this aggression, they're pent up, you know. And, yeah, no, I understand. What kind I, of music do you listen to? I'm oh. random, dude. I'm really <laughs> random. I'm so weird. <laughs> Okay, okay name. Heaviest thing you love. Heaviest to thing you love. What's the, what's the heaviest? Yeah. Oh, I'm a big Nine Inch Nails fan. I'm well, heavy into heavy. this. I've I've got a. Did I tell this story last time I was on the show? I can't remember. But uh, there was uh, two girls that I used to pick up quite regularly, um, and they were training musicians. So they they loved to. One was a drummer, and the other one was a, a guitarist, and. Um, used to pick up them from uh, a little studio which they had a teacher um, who, who used to train them and uh, drop them home and I remember I picked up their their mum once she, she'd ordered a cab outside the, the shop and picked up the two girls and they got in there immediately saying oh mum this is him this is the cab driver he, he, he puts on uh, all the cool music and he yeah yeah put on Nine Inch Nails put on Nine Inch Nails and I'm like these girls are like 12 and 9 I think they were um, oh, so yeah. nine inch nails, maybe not, you know, when they told me they were, you know, drummers and things like this, I just Im- immediately thought nine inch nails, you know, I'm going to put a bit of nine inch nails on for them. And, uh, and, and they loved it. I remember the first time picking them up from music and they told me that they were studying what they were and, uh, I put on nine inch nails and they loved it, you know? Um, and, and sure like, enough, like uh, nine year olds these days are more like Justin Bieber. I think. Yeah, maybe. Uh, well, this was a good 10 years ago, so um, mm. I don't know, downward spiral. Um, maybe playing it to, uh, you know, young, aspiring, as I thought it was it was quite cool, but um, their mum actually did. Uh, their mum was loving it, you know, even um, every, every tune she could kind of understand the how good, you know, Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails really is. And uh, But then one day I picked up the dad and uh yeah the dad wasn't so forgiving you know he was um he wasn't well he wasn't a nice guy i don't think well he was he he was just protective of his girls i suppose but um uh didn't really see him after that some it's um so i'm not sure how your family mold looked like looked like um but on average i've gotten like the understanding that the father figure of the family is always like he provides maybe like 20% of your needs to his family. And the mom provides like at least 180%. Like down to the point that, you know, when you meet up with your mom, it's like, all right, have you been eating well enough? Come on, take this with you. I'm going to make you a sandwich on the go. 
your dad's like, all right, bye. <laughs> that's that's usually what's, what it's like. And so, like, a lot of people grow, grow up with daddy issues or, like, they're being, like taken away from they need they crave like dad's dad's kind of attention and um, but if you have a daughter that hasn't had dad's attention then that girl is usually like in at least if i've seen like daddy issues manifest in really interesting ways <laughs> girls growing up as strippers for instance <laughs> oh you mean rebellious yeah kind of rebellious but they crave like male attention a lot okay i don't know i've never analyzed that but um it's I think it's, they can all really come from different walks of life, you know, the girls that um I knew that did these type of jobs or um, you know, kind of hobbies some of them, uh come from all different walks of life. Um I don't know, um as as a as a guy Well no, um I think so if you grew up without a dad as a girl you're gonna be a very independent, like, like lady person when you grow up. You're yeah. Really so would that not woman. make you a stripper? Is no, that that, that's that's less likely to make you a stripper. Really? Really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I w- I would have thought the opposite because, you know, being brought up independent, being smart, being educational, not really having anybody telling you, you know, you should not do that, date that boy, is gonna take you into uh, a possibly position where you think, you know, I can make money from being pretty, and you know what I mean. I think it's going to be more like because if your mom is taking care of you and your mom's alone, then your mom, to a certain degree, has to have her shit together. Like otherwise, you know, you can't feed two mouths, and you have to have like an entire place to live. So you'll you're more likely to grow up thinking that you can also be independent. You don't need somebody by your side in order to get shit done. But if you have like a shitty dad next to you then you're gonna grow up more of a stripper because you need like daddy's attention or some shit but on the opposite end um if you grow up without a mom and you have just a dad you might grow up to be a lesbian (laughs) (laughs) i don't know mate okay that's that's a stretch that's a huge stretch oh god um but you're definitely gonna grow up to be a bit of a tomboy like you you'll probably be able to fix cars or you know at least some kind of skill that your dad has like maybe fixing garage doors, whatever. But you're you're gonna have like a very masculine approach to life in that sense. You're gonna be uh, socially less awkward, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I don't know, Lenny. How's it with you? What what's what's like? How, how much attention did you get from dad? A lot. Just, well, you you a built a, a summer house recently with your father, didn't you, Len? Not summer house. A uh, house. A house. Okay, a house. just a house. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> you build a castle. Like, uh, yeah, this is our temple Trenches. now. Took us ten, ten years to complete. Uh, my dad did the drawings, and we built the uh, a lot of it with our own material from our forest. Really, that's very cool. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean, the like drawings, like architectural plans, or just drew like a. This is a house. <laughs> this is a sun. No, the no. sun is smiling. Do some grass. We're going to build. build Daffodils, Dad. Daffodils. Yeah. Don't forget the sun. So, did you enjoy that project? Yeah. Yeah. That was. It was hard. It was. It was worse for my dad, I guess, 
Come on. This is like yeah, I mean, hard building work. shit is difficult. Just it saying. is. He learned everything from the scratch. He, he didn't, he YouTube him, was he? <laughs> he didn't even probably. have a YouTube back then, probably, when he started. Uh, no, he learned all, all the programs, uh, the knowledge that you have to know about building a house. So that was like weird. He, t- he took it seriously. Like a course. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Hmm. He's an inspiration for me. <laughs> Fair enough. He's weird like that. What about you, Dan? What's uh, your relationship with your dad like? Um, I have a uh, stepfather. So um, uh, my stepdad's uh, the strong to silent type, you know. He's um, almost gentle giant. But, um, yeah, loves his motorbikes. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't really have much of a relationship with my stepdad really but uh, my mum was kind of the dad the the man of the house still is <laughs> in that sense you know so go mom yeah yeah <laughs> hmm and what about you Mikhail who's, who's the man of the house at your place I think also mom um mom's more matriarchy uh, dominating as a personality and dad has a more of a sense that you know happy wife happy life you know I guess that's also like just fuck it. She'll she'll decide some things. I'll do them. I'm happy. That She's that's happy. how it all goes, though, isn't it? Len, you can probably say the same about your. Um, I don't know. I think my dad's the man of the house. But yeah. Okay. But still, the same rule rule applies. <laughs> and the women are always right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you kind of have to you have to give away some power in yeah. order to have you know. <laughs> bonus points for saying uh, your dad is still the man of the house though just before but really saying <laughs> yeah but mum overrules you know Jeez. yeah kind of works like that um, but I'm, 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 I imagine I'm a huge disappointment um, so my dad's really into cars and race race cars and racing you know rally and stuff and uh, he works for electrics does like kitchens and shit so I don't cook and I don't even have a driver's license so it's like two things which are very important to him. I'm like, well, you get uh, scared when you go fast, don't you? Like, I, I'm I'm a witness to that. No, I get scared <laughs> so when you're what driving. What <laughs> when happened? I'm driving, when I'm driving, yeah, of course it is. But yeah, no, I can imagine now. Your dad's like, oh, doesn't like to go fast. Well, my dad drives really well. Is that because he's a push? Is he been pushing you? I think at young age he did a bit. Of pushing. Oh, okay. Um, but I just also didn't see the value in it because I go everywhere by like buses and shit. Okay. So I think you'll find more value in owning your own car if you live slightly like outside the city area or town area because it allows you to go places. It allows you a certain amount of freedom. But in the city, what freedom to go to where? Away from the city? I don't know. It's a bunch of plants and woods and rocks and dirt. There's no Wi-Fi signal. What am I going to do in the woods? Get eaten by bears? I mean... You I don't like go out of the city much, do you? You're, you're a actually, real city I actually, boy. I actually did a, a lot as a kid. Um, but no, it's just, uh, I, I, I think I like, I prefer the city, but I like visiting nature. <laughs> I've been to the nature with you many times, Miguel, and um, what did you refer to it once? What was it? The, um, oh, I can't remember, but it was the El Naturelli or something. Um yeah, you, you're not really at one with nature. That time when we went through the Numa climbing park, that was quite funny. And you got stuck in the middle of the zip line. And Wait. literally oh, the... Yeah. Um, so there's a big zip line where you can slide and then the net catches you. But I, like, I bounced off the net and it was like in the middle of the zip line. So like, fuck <laughs> this. 
and, and you can't, it you, was great there's, Lenny it there's was nothing great. you can do to pull yourself further or backwards you just had to wait for a dude I, I, I big told stick. him as well before he went Mikel make sure you grab all of the, the net because it's going to it, you really bounce off it yeah and uh yeah sure enough he went down and bounced <laughs> off it didn't grab all to the net so he ended up in the middle of the zip in the pond <laughs> and they were literally fishing him out <laughs> and it was like imagine like you have a huge tall stick and you're trying to like poke bananas out of the like sky or like trees it was kind of like that they were poking me with a stick yeah so <laughs> what was, what was, <laughs> now at least grab the stick now come on you didn't grab the net they grab were- the stick <laughs> Like, oh, so you grab the stick and what happens next? Then he pulled me <laughs> to the were, net. They were trying to poke him. <laughs> Piñata. There's no candy coming out. <laughs> but no, that was a really fun evening. If, if I remember rightly, that was a, a company trip yeah. or event. And um, there was quite a few people and we went last. Yeah, it was And dark. I remember we specifically went last, yeah. Um, we had pina coladas, coconuts, the trees the, as well. That's right, yeah. Um, and and it was kind of cool to just hang up in the trees and uh, take it nice and slow around there, you know. And um, what, what was quite freaky is a lot of the, the screams and everything. Yeah. Uh, colleagues were making it really... Because obviously me and Mikael were just hanging hanging back in the trees. We're just chilling. Um, and, and taking the course nice and slow and there's good 30, 40 people ahead of us on, on different other kind of obstacles and zip lines. And you can just hear them screaming, and, and it's night time. You can't hardly see anything. Um, you can barely see what you're grabbing onto. Yeah, and oh, you can just hear colleagues screaming in the background, <laughs> just waiting for a thud or something. You know, like, Doof. oh no, let's go. <laughs> you know, but um, really cool that. No- what what was it called? Maniku or Nume? I think it was like Maniku Ranimisrada or yeah. something like that. Shout out to those guys. Yeah. that's a good. Uh, that, that's a re- that's a really good, really good bit of fun there. Yeah. I think they're opening up more of them, or they already have opened up more of them across Tallinn. So, well, uh, you've got the one by Pirita, but um, I, I was looking at the prices. I think it's like twenty-one euro. Is it? You know, just to to, to climb some trees and that. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, a deal. It seems quite expensive to me to, you know, charge people to go on a zip line or something. Maybe it's like high maintenance and like safety instructions and maybe like insurance because people are going to fall down and kill themselves. And well, I suppose people don't do it in the <laughs> winter as well. So it's a seasonal thing, isn't yeah, it? So probably. the prices, you know, are going to be expensive. I mean, you can probably do it in the winter, but the chances of people falling down trees is <laughs> survival. Yeah, survival rates. The insurance goes up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have to like optimize your, your uh, value there. But I'm guessing there's a uh, high demand for this kind of attraction. Yeah, I guess, because it's a good bit of fun. I was going to say, we should do it sometime. Yeah. It's uh, it's really cool. Have you ever done anything like that, Len? Um, not to my can knowledge. Can you do a pull-up? No. Wait. Can you do at least one pull-up? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Then you'll, you'll, you'll ten, be fine. I guess. You'll be fine. Well, Pull-ups are like these. Yes, okay, I am aware. Okay. <laughs> but no, it was good, good, good enjoyment uh, going around that course late on in the evening. If I remember rightly, there was a couple of obstacles that were really difficult. The, the, you're talking about pull-ups, but there was one that was, you know, it went up into the trees a good 20 meter or something. It yeah. was, uh, and, and it was just to, climbing, like, you know. you had to yourself up and you had to hold on hold oh, to it. Oh, yeah, keep on hooking, wasn't yeah, it? Like a ladder. if you disconnect, you can fall down and that would be um, damaging to your spine. Yeah. So okay. Or skull. Whatever you fall on. Really. <laughs> it's high up, yo. But um, yeah, it's good fun. Uh, have you been to the spot of Tallinn? 
The where, sorry? The spot of Tallinn. The spot? Yeah. So it's outside of Tallinn. <laughs> okay. And it's a huge <laughs> warehouse that's outfitted with um, gymnastics gear and like bum tracks and like, you know, these uh, like empty pools of skateboards. But essentially, what you can do, there's like foam pits there and there's like trampolines so you can practice like flips and shit. And there's a bum track. Essentially, a bum track is. Uh, you ride them with your BMXs, so that's like them tricky bicycles. Um, but it's not meant for making tricks. Uh, it's like a, it's kind of like the sea. It's very, uh, it goes up and down like that. Mm-hmm. And you, you can just make circles around it without ever pedaling because you go up the hill and down the hill and use your body movement. Okay, yeah. And it's a, it's like a good exercise for your legs, but it's really smooth. You don't, you don't kind of like hit anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good exercise for legs, but it's also a lot of fun because it's like. Have it's, you done it? Have you? Yeah. Okay. It's cool. Quite a lot, and uh, the acrobatics area is also. I can I can't drive like skateboards or even if my life depended on it, but uh, there's like this gymnastics area where you can practice parkour. So that's like this sort of uh, blocks, like huge Lego blocks that are made of like soft, mushy things, so you don't die, but you can like kind of like lean on them, so they're like stiff to a certain extent okay so it's good good fun and it's like exercise uh we could go there as well um it's it but it's definitely um it's more exercise oriented um but it's kind of you make your own fun and you can like practice flips and shit and uh, you can like spend like a good three hours with your mates just coming up with random shit you can do like oh can we do a backflip double backflip to this foam pit because in the foam pit it's you don't get hurt. You can fall on yeah, your face. Yeah, yeah, I've seen these things, yeah. Have, have you been to the... Um, I'm planning on going there. That's why I bring it up in um, uh, the, the end of this month. Um, it's the Riga Water Park. There's some sort of water park in uh, close to Riga. Mm-hmm. Um, have I've, you been there? I know a lot I've of... I've heard of it, but I've been to one in this like resort town when I was a kid, but I don't fucking remember Wait, I mean, it. Uh, have you been? Yeah, I've been there. A long time ago. Really? Yeah, I know a lot of Estonians have been to this water park. It's meant to be quite good, isn't it? Um, but it's also full of piss. Oh. <laughs> okay. Like, so, water parks in general, <laughs> I mean, kids That's go my really good trip cancelled then. <laughs> I mean, it's filled with yeah. kids, like, tiny kids, and the water's really warm, and there's like, ah, I can piss here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like... I wouldn't recommend the kiddie pool or getting the any of pool. Okay. Or, or getting any of the water into your. When was it you went? I'm sorry. Do you remember just being put in a like a paddle pool with a bunch of like babies? Um, not really, because the kiddie pool is the most boring place. You want to go on the big slides. When did you go? Fun. When did you go? Um, when I was ten. Okay. Like something around then, and it, and went to like this Finnish one. Got Serena in Helsinki. That's meant to be quite cool as well, isn't it? I haven't been there for like, what more than ten years now, so I okay. don't know. Okay. Jormala. It used to be cool. Was it? Was it the Latvian thing? No, that's in Jormala is in Finland. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Just listen to the name Jormala. Does it that sound Lat- Latvian to you? No, it doesn't. But somehow I got these things mixed up. I can't come up with I the ma- name. But this is this is my, like my only uh, sort of uh, point of reference here. Is it sounds Finnish? It's what, probably not in Latvia. Why, do, why doesn't Estonia have one of these? I know you have like this jet ski park. There's this uh, water park quite close by, isn't there? I know it's, this is quite popular, wakeboarding and 
yeah. people kind of uh, kite surfing, but there's not many of these kind of adventure places where. Um, so we're Estonians. We don't like adventure. We oh, like things okay. slow, okay, and slightly boring. Our food should be a bit bland. All right, like salt and pepper, <laughs> main seasonings, um, potatoes. They're pretty good. All right. We're like complaining about things. We have you like have, have you been to the H two O Vimsy Water Park yet? The Aqua. Uh, yeah, Aqua yeah, Park? I've been there. You have you been? What did you think of it? It was the best one I've ever been to. I haven't been. Nice. What's, nice. It, what's it like? It's nice. It's pretty cool, isn't it, Len? <laughs> I, I I've got a kind of thing for it. I've I've recently been with a a friend, and me and my son go quite regularly. Um, he loves it there. You know, I've we went yesterday, and um, he managed to go down uh, two new slides. You know, he's he's kind of getting more confident every time we go there. Um, so he's been on every slide now, uh, bar one, uh, which is the the one he's not really allowed on by himself. It goes down into the bowl. You know, yeah. Mm. Um, th- there's also uh, the, the couple of others that you can go down on the the boats, the the rubber dinghy kind thing, kind rubber of things. Rubber dinghy. Yeah, you can go down in pairs, and um, you know, one's one's just a normal kind of going down with lights on, um, and the other one's got a kind of couple of cones, like um, funnels inside them, so you kind of drop into these funnels and swoosh about, and then head down again. Um, these are quite funny, you know, you fall out of these things and then like clamber, try and get back onto your boat and stuff like this, so you can come out, you know, upside down and inside out coming out of those things. Um, but you should definitely go. I would. Oh, you don't like water, Miguel, do you? Oh, no, water is fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can swim and hold my breath and shit. Okay. All right. I got the basics covered. All right. <laughs> you should definitely try it. It's um. <laughs> Why would not like the water? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no. Where'd I, uh, you get this impression? I don't think I've ever seen you swimming. Have you ever I gone? I haven't seen s- you swimming either. Well, that would explain it then, wouldn't it? <laughs> But no, I haven't um, even seen you standing in the rain. Maybe just complaining. But no, about I've the never rain. seen you do anything active, to be honest. So <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. Um, getting wet wouldn't be your thing, would it? Dude, we were in like the uh, transferwise uh, winter days. What did we in do? In the pool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we did that, but we got forced into that. Not true that. But I mean, still, you're not still really there was a sw- water about. You're not really a swimmer, though, are you? Yes, I am. What are we talking about? I like swimming. Yeah? Not all the time. Okay. It's not like a swim to work and... What about you though, Len? Do, do you... I swim like a fucking seal. Okay. Len floats easy. Yeah. Okay. But really, I, I, I love the sea. I don't like these water parks and shit. Oh, I love the ocean, dude. I don't I've like the sea. I've never been to the ocean. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'm looking forward because, um, you know, it, where I... Plymouth is an ocean town, you know, and uh, taking Kenneth back there for uh, my son for three weeks in uh, in July is going to be very cool because, uh, you know, he's he's going to really get to experience, you know, these the ocean, the waves, you know. I was te- I was just telling him yesterday about, you know, how the the sea here, you know, you don't have these tidal currents, you know, that go right out, take your sea right out, you know, and what do you mean the tide goes out and what, how does that happen? You know, all the hows and whys going on now. Uh, so trying to explain to him the whole concept of the moon and gravity and, you know, we're in the UK, the ocean is a lot bigger and it goes so far, you know. Oh yeah, so... So far I out and comes Lenny in. I think doesn't understand this either. <laughs> <I think. laughs> we're going to have to explain gravity and everything to Lenny. No. So, um... Uh, um, imagine the beachfront in Estonia is like what usually uh, maybe like the sandy bit that's like what 
maybe 10 meters tops, right? But imagine in England, you have places where you can drive maybe five kilometers until like on the beachfront until you get to the sea. And uh, the tide can, can come in like a couple of kilometers, like just right in, right in. So at some like uh, it causes deaths in the UK yeah, people because drown because the water catches up with them. You can't run away from the tide. It just comes in so fast and you're way above your head in water and it pulls you to the sea as well. So basically when you're walking on the sand and then so you could be walking along a beach in the West Country rising. And, and, and you could be walking along a beach and the tide's coming in, it's all very nice, and then all of a sudden you're cut off. In front of you is a cliff where you have like a, a kind of a curve in the, the cliff and th there's rocks in front of you. So now there's water and you're getting pinned into the, the actual cliff face. So now you have to climb cliffs and try and get out. So a lot of people actually get caught out by, uh, you know, these tides. Um, and they can get trapped in, in areas for even hours or even, you know, when they try to attempt to get out and they slip and fall and, you know, it's... Uh, so this uh, tide, does it come in uh, by waves? No, yeah. it just... Uh, no, it, 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 at first it rises. Of course there's it waves, it's the ocean. So that's the other thing is that, um, you know, looking the at the rises, Baltic Sea... It goes like this and then the waves come in here. It, looking at the Baltic Sea, it's so calm, you know. it's uh, But w when there's an ocean, it's so much more powerful in a sense so you you kind of naturally get a, a bigger kind of wave especially in the southwest of england in the tip so uh um yeah i'm looking forward to it's kind of funny you've got a beach in estonia which is um kind of down by copley area and if you go there it's quite kind of famous for its um its waves and these waves are created yes, by the ferries if you ever go to this beach oh yeah you sit there Okay. As soon as you see a ferry go by, everyone gets up off their towels and goes into the water. And, you know, there's a few waves come in off the ferries. I remember years ago being there, maybe six six years ago on the beach and just watching everybody every maybe 45 minutes when a ferry goes by, get up off the sand and start walking into the water for the waves, the incoming waves coming from the boats, <laughs> um, the ships, you know. So um, I'm I'm looking forward to actually taking taking my boy there and uh you know kind of having some beach fun you know having some proper waves and jumping off the rocks and into the water and do you yeah. surf um no i don't um i'm more of a bodyboarder you know i'm I'm not that good on on my feet in some way so uh but even bodyboarding I, d I don't know if you've ever done it but just floating on the waves i prefer just swimming in the ocean to be honest just rock climbing and uh cliff cliff climbing and just you know finding some sweet jumps and just jumping off and you know yeah it's gonna be cool nice. cliff jumping sounds a bit like dangerous i mean i i can imagine myself just jumping like hey this looks like a nice high place and then the tide goes out and i'm like hitting the rocks oh yeah you got to know where you're jumping and stuff you can't be stupid the best thing to do is always be swimming in the spot that you're going to land um and know how to jump um in some ways you know if you land awkwardly we all know it can hurt and uh yeah, yeah. gravity kind of sucks in that regard but it's very famous from the you know where i'm from is this kind of it's called tombstoning um so there's actually a a reference to to what we actually do there which is running off the cliffs and doing a tombstone which is you know falling in with your feet first 
Um, and, and it's so common. Hands be, it's common for inside. it's common for six, seven, eight-year-old kids to be jumping off seventy-foot cliffs, uh, seventy-foot walls into water, and tourists are just sat there like, wow, you know, just watching kids. Um, and it was kind of influenced. Our, our town is an ocean town, so a lot of diving and swimming is kind of a core of the city. Uh, Tom Daly is a, a you know Plymouthian. He's a world champion. Who's Tom he? Daly, Plymouthian. That sounds really exciting. You don't know Tom Daly? He's uh, never heard of him. Uh, he's 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 a British um, Olympic diver. I think one of the best in the world. He's kind of a celebrity now. I think he's uh, an open gay as well. He's come out of the closet and all this type of stuff. And uh, so he's kind of like Christina Schmigun. I have no idea who that so is. So it's a world famous uh, skier. Okay, yeah. It's a random thing that I, that the place that we live in does that we're really good at, but not nobody else gives a shit. <laughs> Not that, that there's anything wrong with cliff diving. It's that Estonians have no idea about anything because we don't have cliffs. We don't have the ocean. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I've no. That's something I miss. That's why we, you know, we got into this topic. Uh, it's the one thing I'm looking forward to to Kenneth kind of, you know, experiencing there. You know, because he loves, you know, rock hopping as I call it when you're running across rocks and, uh, you, you know, you enjoy that kind of free free running kind of thing, Mikhail. So. Uh, the West Country is kind of built for this thing, you know, it's very, you know, jaggedy rocks, uh, cliffs and, you know, jumping off caves. Um, so you can go cave diving and this type of thing, you know, and in the summertime, um, you know, in peak conditions, it's like the Mediterranean, you know, it's very blue, turquoisey water, uh, deep greens, you know, like really beautiful, uh, uh, you know, countries... Uh, Coastal the, on, line. the only time Estonian waters are like really beautiful green or blue is that when they're being contaminated by like some shit. There's some weird shit going on at the moment in Pirito. Have you seen it? It, it must be some plant or... Uh, yeah, there's um, like plant life. That really but the, 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 the sea the there place. really stinks. It's, yeah. It, yeah. it gets worse all, almost every year, I believe. It's Or um, the fucking sewage goes right there. Really, is it? Basically, yeah. Huh. I'm not sure. I thought it was just because the plants... Well, I, I know the Baltic like, is the Baltic yeah, is pretty bad, isn't it? Anyway, in general, the Baltic is pretty polluted, yeah. I believe. Um, the most, if, if I'm not yeah, it's, it's polluted it's with like right even now. like radioactive shit. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a sub under there somewhere, one yeah. or two subs. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 Where kind of. Where the fuck was Kursk, the submarine? I don't know. No, that was north, wasn't it? Maybe I no idea. Very famous, but yeah. I don't think it was for the. There's for that a reason. there's a factory that made submarines in Estonia, somewhere north. Silama, wasn't it? Was it? I've been there. Oh no, no, you've got a submarine base. I went yeah. there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Have you ever visited there? No, I've heard about it. It's open up to the public and everything. You can walk around, and um, it's not much. It's concrete coming out of the water, really. Um, but it's it's pretty cool in some sense because you get the feeling like a, a James Bond kind of movie as you're walking up. You know, like. Uh, you can imagine 30, 40 years ago, you know, some some spy creeping along the wall or something with his gadgets or something, you know. It's it's kind of the start of a GoldenEye kind of movie, you know. Dun, 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 dun. Is that, yeah. Uh, that's the base in Casmo? Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, there's only one I know of. Um, there's this other thing, uh, like, no, Casmo was maybe the demagnification thing. I don't know. 
who did this thing with the submarines. They had to demagnify, demagnetify. I don't know what the fuck. Take out okay. magnetic resonance from. Yeah, something, something, something. something. Mm-hmm. With their submarines, I don't know if Gasmo was that place or. Uh, Possibly, it was, a, well, it, was a, it was a submarine base, so I would imagine it did a lot of uh, yeah. different things there. But um, it's quite cool. It's very, uh, you know, run down now. It's um, it's seen better days. The management well. really didn't uh, hold their. Uh, but then, why would know? they? You know, I suppose it comes from an era that you know people were trying to forget. It probably cost a lot of money to actually demolish this thing. Cost a lot of lives to build that thing, probably. Dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go there. It's not that long of a show, really. Um, but yeah, uh, it's quite cool. You should definitely go there if you've not been. Um, I probably want to go, but I want to grab a camera as well. I want to take pictures and shit. Yeah, you've got quite kind of cool places like this, haven't you? Even in Tallinn, you've got the old prison. You've got the no, the women's the prison. Women's the women's prison. prison is quite cool as well. Did, Why? Uh, you know, that, that the water there looks quite clear and on a sunny day can look kind of you know really beautiful it's uh were there were women inside it like the, the prison it is still active that is prison it? isn't it what's it called well you just went to see babes in cages didn't weren't you <laughs> <laughs> i know what you're like yeah yeah went there for the show but um <laughs> there is an active women's prison here isn't it it's not too far from Tallinn either um and it's a quarry is it it's an oh you mean the rumo yeah oh, rumo oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah is it a women's prison S- slow on it it still is, isn't it? Or no, that, I don't know. you mean the thing that's standing out of the water? Or no, that no, that area like still isn't, obviously. But um, next to that, there's a prison. Oh, I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I've been talking out of my ass for like <laughs> past few minutes. So, so um, so yeah, that's quite news, a cool place. Rammstein was recording their next video there. Just, really? Yeah, yeah okay, after the live. Well, they did a really. Um, it went viral, didn't it? The um, the drone footage they had, <coughs> where they did um, people swimming there some sunny day, and uh, they put a video together, um, and it, it it went really viral, especially in Estonia. I think they uh, which one they were ski like s- skating on top of the ice, which was really clear ice. Oh yeah, I saw that, that one as well. Went, yeah, uh, viral as well. Mm-hmm. It's a cool place. Yeah, I, once more something I have not visited. Yeah. Really? Oh, oh. Yeah. wow! Yeah, man, I'm fucking. H- have you been to the um, uh, the spring then? Just that's quite close as well from just outside Tallinn. Which spring? Um, what spring is that called, Len? I'm not a map. I, it's, <laughs> I don't it's know. It's called um, maybe Blue Spring or something, or Inesti. Um, uh, it's not so far from town but yeah so again you guys are really it? what is it it's a spring obviously it's a spring so it's water a natural out spring of the ground. exactly yeah um and What's it's special about it um I'd, I'd have to show you pictures of I it a hose but in my backyard it, 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 it was also coming out of the earth i think <laughs> okay What's special about that spring um i'm i'm hoping you know it um i showed it to um a friend of mine before and and they immediately recognized the place so hopefully you guys do so um, you go there swimming, or what's the plan? I think spring water is like really cold. Oh, it's nice and blue. Like the water is blue. No, that's all, all right. right. I imagine it's probably that. better looking during the summer when it's not dead trees in the background. So I'm looking at these pictures. So you go there swimming, is that it? 
It looks cool. Damn. He's probably just uh, flicking through all your like girlfriend pictures, <laughs> all the like nasty stuff. Uh, I'm just uh, concerned that you guys have never been here. Really, it's uh, we're quite not close tourists. to the city. We don't need to see this place. I'm well, still a I tourist. Am. Okay, b- but guys, really, you've not been to Rumu. You've not been I've to seen the pictures. I'm all right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, actually, yeah. I, I really want to go. Experience. I haven't uh, been there yet. I've like seen a lot of like as a kid. I hung out like at my grandma's like farmhouse. It seems like too much there, dude. You need to get out a little bit more from Granny's house and probably, uh, probably. you know visit Estonia sometime. <laughs> nice. We can go. Have I you mean, been to Rakvere? Yeah. Okay, but you've not been to the Meow Club, so we should d- start at I Meow have. Club. I have. And uh, hit hit Romo in uh, places like this one weekend. We can go on a road trip. Yeah, That'd be definitely. Right. Like one weekend, just go out, okay. see shit. Touch but uh, what about what about Riga, guys? You should, you know, you're welcome to hit Riga with me at the end of the month, um, and we'll hit What's that happening? water park. What was that water park called? Oh, we don't know the Latvian one, but yeah, but. It, well, you just say it's cancelled because of all the piss in it. <laughs> hey. Well, that was uh, when you were 10 years old, so it's some time ago. I would imagine maybe the filtration system's a bit better, yeah. Um, exactly, yeah. Maybe. And maybe. you're not there anymore, so I shouldn't really take it's you. Not I'm not bad. 10 anymore. I'm not peeing in the water. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, this has been a pretty long conversation already. Um, what? How? We should probably at some point try to wrap, wrap oh, this shit, up. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Um, well, th- Dan, very uh, awesome to have you here. Thanks, guys. It's been and fun. It's a, good, it's a good conversation, good fun. And uh, yeah, we'll probably see you some more. And uh, what are you going to do after this? I don't know. It's your sister's birthday party. Yeah, I have to go to the, my sister's birthday party. But um, Sounds rock and roll. Oh, no. it's She's like 10 or something. I don't, maybe nine. <laughs> maybe eight. Maybe. Best oh, that's poor. Brother oh, ever. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, she's she's ga- ga- gaining one year. And uh it's but it's she's like really young. She's like second grade or something, so I'm not sure I can connect with her that well. Okay. Um so I'm going to be there like an hour to tops and after that we could chill. Yeah, for sure. What are you up to, Lenny? What are you, what's your plans? Uh some heavy lifting. I'm going to my band room and I need to basically just uh, start taping the room so our equipment won't get dusty when we remove some of the shit on the wall okay you're redecorating we're building more like a renovating yeah okay all right cool but well, thanks yeah. guys yeah. it's been fun it's been as fun always. and uh thank you for listening as well uh to everybody who's listening if you still are you better be god damn but all right, see ya. <laughs>